Welcome to the JRD Hogcast. Your Razorback podcast for fans by fans. Here's your host, Dylan Lee. Join, as always, with his co-host, Jordan Russell. And their producer, Luke Griggs. Man, I uh, honestly forgot how we were going to start this off. Because we do have a, we have something new to the bag, I think. Not the mailbag. We do have some stuff in the mailbag, but I didn't. We're, are we doing that on the back end? Or we can we, do it right now. You, you, done, you done got it. You want to do it right now? All right. So earlier, I mean, it's been brought to our attention that uh, we might not be the hippest folks in the fact that I said hip probably puts me in that category. I know it puts me in that category. So I decided to have a little fun with it. Uh, in the future, we might need some help from, I would say, like Emily, because she's probably the first one that called it out. Shout out to Emily and Greg. Um, the Twitter, man. You got to eat it. That, that's kind of where it first uh, came into my head. That we got we got to stay in tune with some folks, the younger. With the youngsters? The youngsters. Yeah, I'm going to get on the old rocking rock chair right now. And uh, it also made me think, and hopefully we can kind of add on to this in, in the future, how coaches really communicate when there is kind of a bridge because you ultimately have that between generations and what it may be because some words are just hard. Especially nowadays because I don't know what the hell the kids are saying nowadays. Exactly. So I stay up with it, unfortunately, because hey, gummit. Uh, TikTok. So. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I kind of have some knowledge on the deal. So as deceiving as I want to call this segment, which is the lingo lexicon, which has already been disputed because <laughs> go ahead, Jordan. Well, we were talking about the idea of this yesterday via cell phone communication and the we were discussing kind of a new segment and stuff, which I'm still working on one for you, but... You said lingo lexicon. You're going to be my lingo lexicon. But the whole time you were talking about it, I thought you said lingo leprechaun. So that's what this is going to be now. Yeah, I had no context on that one. Uh, And I just kind of rolled with it during our cell phone conversation because it made sense. And then you're like, you said it again. I was like, wait, are you saying leprechaun? (laughs) I I am unfortunately, I'm not really a fan of either one of them, so it can also change. Let us know at JRD Hogcast. We'll, we'll, we'll play it out, and then they can give us <laughs> the, their... Yeah, I'm sure we're going to hear from Andy in the fact that he's going to want Lingo Leprechaun, or he's going to hate this segment. But well, guess what? It's our show. That. One, <laughs> Lingo Leprechaun is for everyone to love because it is called Lingo Leprechaun 2. Who gives a shit what Andy says? Yeah, and ultimately, you can let us know again. At JRD Hellcast on Twitter or voice and text, which is 479-308-8605. Side note, just kidding. We love you, Andy. (laughs) Probably the quickest plug. Anyway, to the Lingo (laughs) Lexicon. Don't have a little button for it yet because, hey, we don't even know what we're going to call this thing yet. (laughs) But this is all going to be directed towards you. And I think I'll just go ahead. Maybe you you should know this one because it's what started it. You going to give me a softball? I'm going to give you the softball here. Okay. Jordan Russell, what does no cap mean? I'm not doing that one, Dylan, because that is the stupidest damn thing I've ever heard. You can tell the people to answer that because piss on that. No there, cap. Here's the problem. And I could here's be wrong problem. here. I could be wrong because it's under my interpretation too. So okay. no cap. I'm just going to sum it up nice, quick, not lying. So, And it's funny because we're going back to hieroglyphics because a lot of times people are <laughs> – uh, referring to it and talking in this matter with emojis. So like mm-hmm. a ball cap and then the no, you know, circle with the line through it. No. Right. So that's, that's okay. how it's, that's how it's being put out. Sometimes on Twitter, verbalized. but no, it's sometimes it's actually verbalized. Uh, Godden actually, you just used it on Twitter. No cap. Who did? Godden. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, also, too, uh, when we were discussing this, we had our buddy on the phone. See, and I knew that, see, Luke was going to do that the first time. I knew how it was going to be. But that's the point of the segment. It's kind of ironic. 
All right. Saying yeah, it's on Luke, hip. come on now. We're brushing up it. on it, and we're trying to get hip. <laughs> uh, but uh, the buddy we were talking with was like, "Is that mean like no Colin Kaepernick, KAP?" And so I didn't like it when you when you brought this up. I'm like, "That's it. Just it doesn't make sense. Like if it means no lie, that doesn't make sense. Where is it coming from? Where does Cap come from? But then, so I don't like it. But then he mentions Kaepernick. I'm like, "Oh, shit. I can get I behind really that now." No, that's, no, that is not the origins it of it because it's CAP, um, and, and I really, milling. I really don't know the origins of it. But that was kind of easy into softball. I'm sure plenty yep. of folks know that one because it is extremely popular right now. This one comes straight from TikTok. At least that's where I've been seeing it again. Clout, clout, clout. I know clout. You Clout's know clout. Old. Clout's old. Oh, is that's it? like. Yeah, that's like um, your. Is it coming back? Is that am I am I gonna get? Oh. Yeah, cl- that's it. come on now. I thought you was gonna hit me with some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's like uh, like your reputation or like where you come from, right? Oh, uh, highly clouted is how you're kind of thinking of it. Well, like if someone come up to me and was like giving me giving us ideas of this podcast and how to make it better. Like, well, that dude has no clout. Like, what's he coming from? Okay. So. But if Luke came up to us and like, hey, I've got this great idea for a podcast, we'd be like, shut up, Luke. So, so again, my interpretation, clout is being famous or being of influence. So everyone on TikTok is chasing the clout. Yeah, I think that one might be old. All right. So there is two more. Okay. One that just, actually there's three more because I wanted to finish with a uh, sports one if I can remember that one. I didn't write that one down, but um, the next one is slaps. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go What'd ahead you just and say? slaps. Like slap your mama. Yeah. Go ahead and urban I, dictionary you, that one. Can you use it in a sentence, please? Um, Arkansas Razorback baseball slaps. Arkansas baseball is good. Good as shit, right? <laughs> really good. Yeah. Or good. Is that slaps? Yeah. That is stupid as shit. What does that even mean? So it goes in line with typically music, but I, you know, it would have stretched out if I kept doing it that way. But, you know, yeah. Slaps. Slaps. Good. Wow. Okay. AF. Good AF. <laughs> that. Uh, that. Okay, the next one. <laughs> All right, the next one. It's just kind of funny here. <laughs> now, Plutoed. <laughs> this in the Pluto? Net, yeah, yeah. Pluto. Well, <laughs> if I'm using, if I'm using, just kind of like Pluto, does that mean you like disappeared? Yeah, you you were downgraded, so or demoted. Downgraded. Yeah. Oh, and so Pluto'd. I got Plutoed at work today for sure. Oh yeah, you got fired. No, no, I can't. That, <laughs> we, can o- <laughs> we can only wish on that one, right? See, okay, but that one makes sense. The, that's the thing about these, like, no cap. Okay, what? Like, <laughs> what the hell? And then slaps. Where does this come from? Again. Like, if... I'm just bringing if, you the knowledge here. Good as <laughs> I mean, you're not getting slapped. <laughs> I don't understand. Pluto makes sense. I, I, I feel like I it's a use variation of, like, hits hard, you know, slaps. Because again, hard. like like I said, the music. Like curse that? <laughs> well, only if you're on first base and you're a Longhorn. <laughs> but again, when it, if you think about it in the music sense, you know, bass is that kind of where you know, song and slaps. So again, I just, you're not doing it any favors. <laughs> so Luke says bumping. I know bumping. Yeah, but my old Ford Escort ZX2 2001 used to bump back in the day. People gotten away from that, right? I feel like that ha- isn't a thing anymore. Systems and yeah, stuff. Systems, neon, you know that kind of stuff. I still hear it, but typically it's on little freaking Civics with. I can't say the term of pipes that I'm used to saying, but they um, they still have them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the one sports one, which isn't necessarily common slang right now, but it was one that I came across in my research, i.e. UrbanDictionary.com. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to. There's actually two. Uh, remind me to give you the offline one. 
Oh, okay. Uh, but this last one, we'll end it on trust fun hockey. Trust fun hockey. Trust fun hockey. Uh, do we need the Jeopardy music here? Yeah, we do. Uh, can you use that one in a sentence? Or is that a, like a term? Yeah, it's a term for another sport. So it's, yeah. Lacrosse? There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so rich folks play lacrosse? I was going to just say Duke. <laughs> Duke? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, I don't understand that, though, because I feel like, so trust fund hockey, it means like the it you would think means the rich, rich boy sport or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or girl. And... But hockey has got a ton of equipment. Wouldn't you need to have money for hockey? I don't think hockey players care, though. Like, if they said, hey, mean? we're not going to use any of this equipment, they're going to be like, all right, give us a stick and a puck. We'll do this thing. Well, at that point, it's street hockey. <laughs> oh, we play you know, prison rules. Kind of putting a bow on that. Um, you don't hear much about hockey's big, right? Like, people get into hockey. You don't hear much about hockey CBAs and them boys gripping about money and wanting to be wealthy. I imagine they really love the game because that's uh, like they probably just like bargain for a really good dental plan. Maybe. (laughs) Or just say the hell with it. Well, see, it's probably just more a fact that it's a lesser uh, publicized sport. You know, it's not very popular. They have a whole segment for it on ESPN. At least in our part of the world. And that's where it is because we're geolocked. And we, and we're not up north. I'm sure we hear. I about didn't mean it more. to do this, but Andy might yell at us right now <laughs> because saying it's yeah. not popular here. Well, when it gets popular, popular, then we'll talk more about it. I, <laughs> yeah. I might actually go to one. So that'd once, be fun. Once they play at the University of Arkansas and not the Jones Center in Springdale, is that where they play? Yeah, last last I knew, they played at the Jones Center. So you can get in for two dollars. They charge you for it? No, I mean to be in the Jones Center. To like oh, use yeah. the Jones Center. <laughs> All right, let's close that out. Well, oh, go ahead. I got to work on something for you. Oh, yeah, you do. Baseball, man. I, I, let's just jump to it. Obviously, we had the sweep. Gonzaga doing things, doing Arkansas things. But people are being introduced to Robert Moore. Yes. But apparently the SEC still doing their thing, and deciding that co-player of the week is going to be a thing. That's fine. But guess what? Robert Moore was also national player of the week. Deja vu. Yeah. um, I mean, really, I thought it was a little, well, okay, whatever. We'll touch on it last week with Kershat. But we have to now, like, back-to-back weeks. What are you doing? What are you doing, conference? Well, so when that came across, I'm I'm irritated twice now, right? And uh, our buddy Leo from Lazona Deportiva Sports uh, tweeted, you put this in here in response to this. It's like when you have a co-player, you have personnel in charge who are indecisive and sensitive, not wanting to make the hard choices, choices, afraid they will hurt some coaches or programs' feelings. In my honest opinion, either you select one or none. There is only one number one, not two number ones. Absolutely. I don't think he could have worded that any better. Uh, before I saw that tweet, I was actually in prepping for this uh, show, was thinking that myself a little bit differently, but same same train of thought where it's kind of ironic to me nationally in this political climate that we're in, I would almost be more understanding if nationally there was a co-national player rather than from the Southern, the Southeastern Conference. You know, this is a little bit more conservative area down south where you know no participation awards and stuff like that it surprises me that the sec is doing co and he's right it's it's because there's two two things that could be coming from one what he said they're afraid of hurting feelings so they're giving out multiple awards or two it is a true and honest arkansas bias yeah you can't it doesn't make sense you just can't put one dude being the best player in the country for one week, and then he's not the best player in his own conference. It's just, it statistically doesn't make sense. It gave people plenty of opportunities. How do you feel about it? I'm not a big fan of it, but 
we're probably going to see it because it's going to catch on and it's just part of the deal that they're using the hashtag, hashtag, it means more, M-O-O-R-E. How do I feel about that hashtag? Yeah. It works for this week, but after this week, it, it doesn't really mean anything. No, it's it's going to stick, man. We're going to try You think to, it will? Yeah, we're going to try to be over the, I, I bet the university stays away from it, though. Because the university and the conference, you know, the, they don't want to clash. Obviously, here they uh, don't really care. But it, it's, I definitely feel like it is a matter of they want to make the rest of the conference happy. Honestly, I don't even know who he was co-with right now. I don't care. Um, well, yeah, it doesn't matter. Once you see the national, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, to hell with whoever they think it is in that time not just overall but um there was an argument being made for the um, sec it's not a verified account or anything since you and luke wanted to make sure that was known but one of the responses was multiple publications give out a national player of the week while only one gives out sec player of the week also Ole miss had a guy with a national player of award honor but he wasn't even a co-player in the sec that's how these things work uh, if that is the case, I think that makes it look even even more stupid because you're not even – what was that look? You, no, were no, you following no, my words there? You're okay. fine, yeah. But it just you're, – you're basically pointing out the hypocrisy of your player of the week honor. Yeah, and we're talking about a perfect game player of the week honor. And if you go over and if you're not following anyone, we're, we're big on D1. D1 also isn't – very user friendly. I'll be honest. In terms of, oh, it's awful they, unless you pay for it. Once you get to the actual content, Kendall Rogers does a great job at D one, and has some great stuff that he's written up, and he tends to be Arkansas uh, sided, so I'm okay with it. But uh, in terms of being user friendly, perfect game breaks it all down, and it's wonderful in their coverage of college baseball and is one of the premier uh, outlets when it comes to college baseball. So well, correct me if I'm wrong, but Kendall Rogers has no allegiances to Arkansas, correct? Correct. I mean, so you were saying he seems to be Arkansas side that just means because he sees what Arkansas is. It's not because he's a bias no. towards Arkansas and he's been high on Arkansas for the past four years in his writing. So it's not a, it's not a bias thing when you say that. He's just recognizing it. So. And when your own conference isn't, it's good to see a national outlet like that to, you know, tell it how it is. And I, f- I feel like even, you know, a program like Arkansas should be having players show out in the series that they've been playing. Eastern Illinois, a guy should show out, and Kershaw did that. Against Gonzaga, we had that with Robert Moore. Now, obviously, apparently, in the way for the SEC to actually respect us in terms of, you know, awarding. Because for a kid that's 17 years old, to get awards like that, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. I mean, it it probably is a little confusing for him when he's like, oh, I have a national player on this side, but my own conference is co in it. So it's going to take good performances in little tournaments like we have coming up in Houston, the Triner Classic, against programs like OU in Texas for – People to be serious about us again. I mean, the the polls are pretty stagnant in terms of where they are. You know, not too much movement there. And, you know, we're getting looked over by the Floridas and Vanderbilts of the world. But that's fine. We'll, we'll sit I, here. I, I truly think, I truly think Van Horn prefers it that way. No, you have to. It, it You have to go in there with the saving approach. Stuff like this just fuels it. And... You just tell them that, you know, they're hating on you. You, you, They give you the chip to put on all the players' shoulders. So uh, I feel like this team has a lot to prove anyway. Oh, you've got some holdovers from, you know, two years ago. We all know what happened on that on that side of things. And obviously a team last year probably feels like they left a lot short. But, you know, they're, they're out to prove something this year, I think. And it seems to be pretty evident. Like you said, we're playing lesser talent right now, but lesser talent don't have anything to do with uh, uh, scooping and flipping a glove ball to first base. Like an right SEC or S- <laughs> Sports Center top 10 play? 
Yeah, that one. And also, though, you were just talking about not much movement in the polls. If we handle business this week, Mississippi State just dropped one at Texas Southern. So That probably I mean, still doesn't matter. I mean, they'll probably pick a Mississippi State player as a co-player of the week. That's a good point. That is a good point. As, I, long, I as long as he had a good game, because they have no problem putting somebody up there that has four strikeouts in a game. <laughs> yeah, right. That's 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 exactly right. But um, unfortunately, that is two shows in a row with that kind of information. But men's basketball is back because Joe is back. Because Joe is back. At least it's a little more entertaining to watch, right? Well, uh, well, easier to watch. Shall we say? Well, Joe comes back and everybody's wondering about uh, conditioning and the game speed and all that stuff, and he just goes out there and shoots uh, an even 50% from threes. Yeah. Drops 21 points. And what did he do? He opened it up for Jimmy Witt. Yep. Just saying. Like I that's, said, for like three weeks in a row. <laughs> that's been that's been mentioned, I believe, I, I on feel, the show. I feel like I've said it once or twice. But the... Um, not much, so they they beat um, Missouri. They kind of got a little redemption out of that. Uh, I believe Joe, I think he was perfect from the free throw line, which the free throws haven't been like a huge detriment to us, especially anything like it was last year because we had a Gafford. Yeah. So there wasn't much drop in there. But um, I, I don't know, man. Like he come out and... I mean, it didn't. It honestly didn't look like it skipped a beat. He his so his knee was scoped. Um, have a little bit of. Um, oh, here it comes relations to that. <laughs> You've got a and, background in knee surgeries. We yeah, got just it. a couple of them. But um, what did he miss? Two weeks. Uh, three, I thought. Was it three? Two or three? And to come back like that, like he, like nothing even happened. That that's impressive. I mean, if anything, a kid in the shape that he's in, and um, you know probably used to the grind and everything like that as far as lower body soreness goes. If anything, that might have been exactly what this team needed if or because they want to make a run at the tournament. We still stand in the fact that we think the NIT is better for them in the long run, but nonetheless, Musselman isn't coaching for the NIT, so this might have been exactly what they needed to make that NCAA tournament run because I feel like he probably just got really rested. Yeah, and it also helps when you... You know, you have four players that score double digits. That helps. Um, you also have, they mentioned it on the broadcast with um, Joe being back and the fact that he's the leading charge taker, which I'll be honest, didn't know that until they mentioned it on the broadcast. Well, there. when they mentioned it, you think about it, right? Then mm-hmm. you look back, you're thinking back, you're like, man, he does take, yeah. And, and there's five players in the double digits. You, you might have forgot about your boy Bailey. Mm, who's my fifth? Because I got, I got Sills, Witt, Bailey, and Jones. And Joe. And Joe. Thank you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's obvious. All right. So You moved past him is what happened there. Yeah, That's okay. Yeah. Four other. I should have said four other. Yeah, four other, <laughs> yeah. But And Sills, man, can we talk about Sills? Can we freaking talk about Sills? We have. Is Sills, Sills going to be, is he going to be the point guard next year? Well, I mean, he, he, he just, you know, he's awful for the team. He's, he, we just need to sit him down. We've, we've seen it all. We've heard it all. And that he's a detriment. And Literally the word detriment was used against Sills. How many times have you seen him take a clutch shot and make it? Dude. I don't care what his season percentage is, but, you know, shot clock, game clock, either one of those taken down. Sills, I ain't, I ain't worried. Well, ain't messing with it. I, I, ain't, I mean, if you I got Joe, I ain't heartbroken if it's an open look. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you ain't forcing nothing with him, but yeah, if you get an open look and, but, but the guy, you know, his career three point percentage is, is garbage, but I would like to know, and we could probably do it. I probably won't cause I work for a living, but I'd like to know what his last three to four weeks, three point percentage is. I well, bet you it's closer to 40. Well, they showed uh, Bailey. Bailey, during the span of having Joe out, like, was at 40% from three. Well, old Chuck last night said it was 52. Okay, there it is. The show with Sassy's. Yeah. So, um, that was, you know, and you again, you, you hear that and you think, well, yeah, he's made that. Oh, I remember that one. Then you're like, well, damn, yeah, Bailey's shooting the ball too. But Seals, regardless of who comes back next year, I think Sills needs to be dribbling the ball down the court 
He's got sick handles. He will drive and take the shot, or he will penetrate and uh, pitch. And like you just said, he can hit those threes. And I don't see a reason. I feel like he's been more involved this year than he was last year as a, as a total. And I don't see a reason, knock on wood here, that he transfers or anything like that because there is a place on this team for him. I think he needs to be the guy next year as far as handling the ball. And then how many times have we seen Desi drive and then it results in a made basket, him flexing on one of them, and it's going to be an and one chance. I feel like there has the been English so that many. This kid takes into the lane, man, off of the backboard and stuff. It is insane. Absolutely. And yeah, it's it's so Mason, Mason Jones. Obviously, you can't take anything away from him. I still think he's a little bit reckless, but nonetheless, he's been huge for us, especially when Joe was out. But uh, when Mason drives, you're kind of like, uh, was you know, he, he takes a lot of charges and stuff. But when Sills drives, I'm like, what you just said. I'm like, this is probably gonna be cool to watch, and then he's gonna get to shoot a free throw when it's over with. Yeah. Body and that's what you there, need out of a point English, guard. All of it. But we'll wrap that one up, and we will move on to women's basketball. But before that, we also have some mailbag from Andy. Mailbag! So this is something that I actually, I believe I brought it up to you at the game when we were uh, a couple games ago. But Andy hits us up and said, just watch the highlights of the last few Lady Hog basketball games, and I have a question. Is Dungy injured or we not know about it? And then he's like, it doesn't seem like she's as active or is the rest of the team just picking up their game? And, you know, I kind of took a little bit of chance, I guess, with coming out and kind of openly, I don't want to say dogging, but I guess questioning Dungy a few shows ago. And it, it does seem that her intensity level is lacking, really. I mean, you can't deny what Tolfrey's done. You can't deny what Ramirez has done. I still think Golden is highly underrated, uh, but it does seem that she's kind of toned it off. So he asked us if she's injured and we don't know about it. I don't see her really favoring anything. Do you? I mean, it doesn't seem like she's injured. It almost just seems like she could she be pacing herself for the tournament. Maybe. I mean, I just think that she's not the same player she has to be. I mean, there are other options on this team available to her. Um, there are some things that she's not necessarily executing like she used to or has to, again. Um, I think maybe the rebound game's not there, but it's also it's also a neighbor's team, you know, <laughs> crashing boards right. in there. She 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 tends to be one to leak out, and so is uh, Ramirez. So it's kind of funny that Tolfrey's the one that sticks around, but that's, you know, Tolfrey has had, like, four or five games with over seven rebounds or something of that nature. But when it comes to Dungy, I ultimately, we haven't heard anything. We don't know anything about an injury. We've sat in press conferences. They haven't said anything, but the uh, question hasn't been answered or question hasn't been asked, actually. So, but I honestly think it's Dungy not having to be the same player that, you know, we're used to or that we saw in that run. And Mm -hmm. if it is a load management deal, as we have heard so much in basketball nowadays, then that I would imagine would be on her own account. Because neighbors doesn't seem like the kind that would be about that. Yeah, it's not load management. She still plays way way too many minutes. Yeah. But uh, also the listeners have spoken, and I think your video is going to hit Twitter. I think the video actually will make TikTok. Oh, you're just going to you're going to do it yourself. <laughs> no. Well, your video is going to hit Twitter anyway. There's so definitely there's, you can put it on TikTok if you'd like. There's definitely going to be a uh JRD uh TikTok in the future. We just don't necessarily know what that would entail. How are we going to have a TikTok when I don't even know what the hell that thing is? I don't understand how it's any different than the Vine. <laughs> It's longer. People used to do it for the Vine. Is, do people do it for the TikTok now? They do it for the clout. <laughs> they do it for the clout. And as Luke says, it slaps, bro. Slap. God. <laughs> this is that. a cringe-worthy episode. Please make this the title. Cringe-worthy episode. If that, if that doesn't make people want to listen, then what the hell does? I guarantee you 
leprechauns and all. Getting cringeworthy with some lexicon. Do you think the name should be from leprechauns to slaps, from TikToks to clout? No. This is where you. We would get zero (laughs) downloads. We would get none of the downloads. Hey, we damn sure aren't stealing any content. That's for sure. (laughs) Am I right? Well, yeah, we we definitely aren't doing that because no one else is saying this stuff. No one else, I think, has an Andy. (laughs) No one else has an Andy. Andy is our Eddie from Clarksville, and I cannot be more happy about that. I mean, seriously. Honestly, we got to give a shout out to the OGs of the bunch, you know? Them hogs, Andy, Greg, who who am I? Dalty. Also, uh, uh, Greg's Greg's daughter Emily got a picture with uh, WNBA three point champion. Yeah, I would give you her name, but I don't know it. But I imagine we know his daughter is a big basketball fan and player, so I imagine she was pretty stoked for that. That's a cool picture. He sent it to us in the uh, mailbag. I just, I don't know her name. I mean, Greg, if you can hit us up and let us know, we can sure that up next episode. I almost didn't bring it up, but can't do mailbag. Greg's hitting us up and we don't say nothing. Yeah. And again, Emily is the one that pointed out the Twitter. The Twitter, so yeah. She she inspired the the segment that we're working on here. She inspired all the cringe. <laughs> <sighs> that is another one I can't stand. Cringe? That's what, like, that's an actual word. How can you not, like... What's your problem with that? Well, I, I is think it, is I it think the same level of, the, of moist? Are I don't you, have are problem you, with moist. You don't have. There's plenty of people that have problem with the word moist. I think it's the way it's used now. Oh Jesus! Like, oh, that's cringe. That, like, it makes you cringe worthy. Yeah. No, like people will say, like <laughs> he said, it was moist. People will say, um, like it's just cringe, like worthy. So your your problem is that they drop a word. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Jeez. <laughs> but anyway, Andy, we just talked about a shout-out to the OGs. Andy might listen to this and be like, and I'm out. <laughs> Later. I'm going back to Hogville. <laughs> no, you ain't. <laughs> you, you ain't either. <laughs> we won't kick you out of here for nothing. You don't kick us out, we won't kick you out. Oh, where oh, were we? The oh, uh, you? the video. I guess that's happening. Uh, are we doing that from JRD? Absolutely. The Twitter. Actually, I might do it for mine and tag the JRD. And then it's happening tomorrow. Actually, my mind's made up. Oh, boy. You know, I will be off of Twitter tomorrow. You definitely should be. (laughs) Also, uh, we had a quote from, we're moving on. We're past the women's basketball now. Because they dropped to Florida. That was a terrible loss. Andy also mentioned that, saying we needed that win. We did. No, yeah, wasn't we, any. We were trying to get a first round bye for the SEC tournament. That doesn't look like it's going to happen now. Well, we have we have a we have a chance at that still, but the most important thing is the tournament seeding, and that didn't help. Yeah, but um, they've got the Mississippi had, State game though. So Mississippi yes. State, and then they've got one more uh, Sunday at one more at home. So, again, mm-hmm. go watch them. It's your last chance for a regular season game. Go watch them. But moving on to, we got some football stuff. Yeah, you got the uh, Cheyenne O'Grady comment. I don't have that up in front of me, but the summary of it is Chad Moore's doing Chad Moore's things. Well, it's Chad Moore. I mean, you got to give, you kind of got to give CJ some credit there for what appears to be manning up. And uh, Chad was essentially trying to save himself. So this is the quote verbatim from Cheyenne today at the combine saying, uh, combine interview saying what coach Morris came out and said wasn't all the way true. It wasn't a mutual agreement. I was actually removed or dismissed from the team. Uh, I decided to very immature on my part after the Alabama game kind of told the coaches, I don't really want to come. My body is sore. Lame excuse is immature. I like to call it the old CJ. I've moved past that. Um, the reason I say Morris doing Morris things is because, like you said, he's he's trying to. No, no. I mean, I, I kind of approached him and you know said, you know, probably just need to set out, you know, because I control things around here. When it sounds like O'Grady's like, dude, I'm out. <laughs> it it sounds like he was a uh, little banged up and didn't wasn't feeling it there, and everything hurts more when you're losing. 
and mm-hmm. it probably hurts a lot after an Alabama loss. So where he balled out, mind no. you. Yeah, and you know, I don't know why Chad just doesn't hit it with the dismiss from the team, but either way either way you're gonna have people wondering what it was and there you go. We know now. It was a little bit, because, I mean, honestly, we talked about, you know, was this a personal issue with CJ, and it honestly looks like it is. It looks like there might have been some immaturity, but he's saying the right things to NFL scouts. And See, I disagree with you 100%. What? You think he's trying to protect he, Chad Morris? No, 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 no. I think uh, we, with with what happened, and us at the point where we don't know, right, all the way back after the Alabama game, and he's he's out. We're like, oh god, because he had the problems coming into both of last seasons, wasn't showing up to practice and all that. And then we assumed it was something like that, but no one knew for sure. And then leading into the combine, he's like, I told the coaches I didn't want to play. Mm. So he went from probably a third to fourth round tight end draft pick to fifth or sixth or seventh now. Really? They're like, we're not sure what this dude's problem is. You know, he a little questionable. They can the freaking NFL is like the FBI. They can find out whatever they want to. And then he comes out and says, "That's what it is." I came to the coaches, and you know they're going to see. Oh, two and ten, two two and ten seasons. He just didn't want, like you said, hurting. It hurts more when you're losing. I think he cost himself some draft picks. Well, that just you know Arkansas season kind of did that to him, and <laughs> and how it all went down did. So, I mean, he wasn't, I don't think he was second or third anyway. He was probably. No, I said third or fourth. I I think he was a third or fourth guy. If he shows up to practice and does what he does, he's a first or second, uh, second or third. Millions of dollars will change that though. That's all that, uh, you know, if that, if he's not motivated by that, guess what? You can release him. Right. Yeah. It's, but I still think it cost him some, but uh, also, um, Let's not go on to that next one. We'll we'll touch on the Little Rock stuff, and then we'll end with that one. I wasn't done about O'Grady, bro. Well, okay then. But I done forgot what I was going to say, so let's move on to the next one. Let's move <laughs> on to the Little Rock stuff. So. Oh, oh, this is what it was. He said, I would like to look at that as the old CJ. The old this CJ. This is the new CJ. Yeah. Like, ain't well, nobody ever heard that. You ever heard of Aaron Hernandez? <laughs> well, also, the part where he said, uh, I'm I'm moved past that or whatnot, and it's like, man, that was a saving Belichick end of it there. Like, we're on to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. We're on to Miami. We're on to, every, we're on to whatever other Mexico. cupcake Mexico. I got out of my division. All right. Looking towards Miami. Looking towards Miami. You don't play them this week, Coach. Oh. <laughs> so, we had some... Uh, so we how, do you look at, how do you look at this? Is this like a... Bloods and Crips type thing with Arkansas, or East and West, or well, is it a? I mean, it it's Confederate impre- and it's impressive that it gets brought up any time of the year. Obviously, this helps rehash the great War Memorial Fayetteville argument or debate that isn't anymore. It's and people want to sit there and act like because. Wally Hall is one of them. Wally Hall is a guy that sits there and feels like it's going to hurt donations and even enrollment. You don't understand that the state of Arkansas, the University of Arkansas, it really, the University of Arkansas has so much Texas into it, it's kind of pointless at this front. So, and in terms of big corporations, like, there's no one that's going to take that leap to say, we're going to pull our donations or we're not going to support the U of A anymore because they won't play a game in War Memorial. I mean, Walmart literally just painted their name on the stadium. So, Walmart was talking to Stevens and the ones that are Little Rock based. And that's, if if you want Arkansas to play there, make War Memorial more attractive. It is a big ordeal to even have a broadcast there. We're kind of we're kind of missing what this what started this though, and it was the fact that they were denied. If you're listening to this podcast, you should know that there isn't going to be a spring game this year for football in Little Rock. You should already forever. It sounds like yeah. Well, yeah, sounds like forever, but they'll have to uh, keep doing that waiver. So it it's one of those deals where 
it's funny because, what was it, two years ago they had one. Right. So what's changed on that front? War, War Memorial is done. We're gonna what put, if, though? I, I can't believe this is still a deal. Little Rock fans, come to Fayetteville if you want to watch a game. What if, though, because in that Wally Hall uh, article. Who people like was, now. Yeah. Uh, one of the suggestions was get the Razorbacks to play Arkansas State in the season opener every year in War Memorial. Why? Well, the why is always going to be the same answer. We have nothing to gain. They have everything to gain, right? Well, like, so okay. the, why, well the why for the university is we shouldn't. Okay, so people, people already are griping and complaining about home games. That in general. So why would we? We're a state that is three million. We need to mm-hmm. go and play non-cons, home and homes, or you know, and go. We need to try to go to Clemson. We need to try to play those games. We want to be at the level that we can go do that, and we're gonna count ourselves out of another game every year, where we have to play Arkansas State. We're not gonna gain that much. We're not going to gain money on the university side because who's going to be at those games? You, you'll you have, you know, your run-of-the-mill recruits and you're going to have your standard recruits on that side. You're going to have your in-state recruits. But if they were an in-state recruit, that game isn't going to affect it. They're not going to sit there and be like, ooh, Arkansas really showing out against the Red Wolves. Yeah, no, I mean with that, but there there is the rivalry side of things, and I, I think that that's always nice. But like I said, we have nothing to gain from it. No matter, I mean, three years from now, ideally, we're back to where we were, right? And Arkansas there's, State has nothing for us. There, there's not but a the money thing move about behind the, this, though. That's the no, whole there's, deal. No, there's absolutely not a money move. But the good thing about not being able to go to War Memorial for the red-white is the recruits. Like, everything we do to try to appease freaking Little Rock, we lose something in the matter. We can't have recruits, recruits at that game. We can't have them on official visits. Yeah. Exactly, and that hurts us every every year in some form or fashion when it comes to Little Rock, and the people in Little Rock who want it in Little Rock don't seem to care about that because they just want their damn game in Little Rock. Right. What's the point of Little Rock has lost its allure, right? Like it's not what it used to be. Hell, Donald W. isn't what he used to be right now. Are, are we, we going to feel? Are we going to have the same deal if we move out of a basketball game? If we move out of a baseball game? Because, yeah, we go play Dickie Stevens Park. We Yeah, we go play Simmons, Verizon, Alltel, whatever they want to call that arena down there. Mm. We play games out there, and guess what? Those don't even get broadcast because they ain't even set up for SEC broadcast. Exactly. War Memorial's barely set up for an SEC broadcast. Four cameras, no fiber, no kick net, which I think they did get kick net. But... There's so much work that needs to be done to be SEC standard for War Memorial. So if you want that to happen, that's what you got to be trying to do. Make it more attractive. But again, they just want to be appeased and uh, thirty thousand people. Thirty thousand people. That's who showed up for that last game. I understand where the team was at, but if it's that important to you, though, enough to bring it up literally every single year, and regardless of where we're at, you should be getting your ass to that game, right? That's what you're waiting for all year, the Arkansas to come to Little Rock for that one game. Everything's driven by money, so show the money, fill the stadium, or at least buy the tickets, because it still wasn't a sellout. You had 30000 which, in all of that, was the least in terms of attendance for last year. And Luke said he'd be happy to play Arkansas State as soon as they join a Power 5 conference. Even then, they'd be scraping the bottom of the barrel. I mean, I mean Big Twelve ain't looking. They don't. Yeah, they don't want right. to go up to twelve teams. But enough of that. I want to get to this. You want to get to this? All right. What is this? So I just I saw a uh, article that came out that was the most vacated wins for a college football team, and uh, it was kind of interesting in terms of the number one. SMU. That's what you would think, right? That's kind of where yeah. I jumped to with the whole death penalty and right. all that kind of stuff, right? Out of 10, they are number nine. Whoa, really? Yeah. Most vacated wins of all time. Th- this is recent memory. <clears throat> so, uh, USC? USC is fifth. 14 vacated wins. That is, I really thought I've... The top two are SEC programs. So, Alabama? Is number two with 21 vacated wins. Florida? Nope. 
Not on the list. Not on the list. Man, this is, well, uh, yeah. You, you, you're, not, you're not thinking of scandals recently. You got a recent memory? Ladies of the night? Burner phones, <laughs> oh, cell Ole phones. Oh, Miss with 33. 33 Damn. vacated wins of all time. How many did they vacate with this latest scandal? Quite a bit, because I think they got two years worth. So that would have done it. So that's something they should look forward to, because technically, eh, a loss is still a loss. You still lost to Arkansas. We still have the <laughs> Henry Heath. We still have fourth and 25. So. One win. Per, Luke said they had to vacate one win per hooker. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. That that still ain't right. <laughs> that still doesn't add up. So. I'll be down. That's crazy. What what is? So you want me Bama? go? You want me go down this way? Oh, Bama. Yeah, Bama has had like a sprinkling. Like there, there's been here and there, and just all kinds of. They just kind Did of. They finally find out Derrick Henry was forty when he was playing for him. <laughs> He's forty. He's man. <laughs> a grown ass man right there. <laughs> all right, so. Going down the list, we have number one, Ole Miss, 33. Alabama, number two, with 21. Number three, the Catholics of Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. I knew Notre Dame had to be on that list. 21. Number four, North Carolina, with 16. Again, I don't really have the, like, times that these, most of these took. Uh, We already mentioned five with USC. Number six was Florida State with 12, but that's also a tie with Ohio State with 12. And Syracuse with 11, SMU at nine with 10 vacated, and then it drops off from there. Number 10 is California with four. But I imagine. So SMU must have just that one year. Yeah. It it was that one year. It was just that one year. Okay. What was that, like 88, 89, some crap like that? Yeah, eighty-eight into eighty-nine, I think. So that, that might be why that, because that was, yeah, that was just that. That's one, one that year. jumped out at me. I mean, the Ole Miss one was like, oh, okay, but I didn't realize it was thirty-three of them. So, and I think before it's all said and done, there'll probably be a few more by the end of Kiffin's deal. Nah, he won't be around long enough. <laughs> he won't be around long enough to uh, commit NCAA violations. And that's going to be something that I've stood by ever since they even thought he would be here. I was saying they, he would not be here. Look look at uh, kind of how football's going, and you might find it. He, he's going to fall himself back into the pros, I think. You think so? I mean, they're willing to shed out. Well, you know, he's got that checkered pass, and he's had his chance in the pros. But just the money that they threw at rule, man, that is crazy. Over... Very small sample yeah. size yeah. of what he's been able to do. That well, I, no, I, th- I honestly think that <laughs> he's going to be at Bama. He's going to go His to Bama. His next stop is Bama. Guarantee you. Oh, that's bold. So what? Not the Dabo that everyone talks because everyone says Dabo will eventually head over that way. You're saying Kiffin is like. After oh, Saban? I kind of kind of forgot about Dabo. Yeah. Uh, uh, you want to backtrack on that? I'm sure uh, there's a podcast where we can find a Clemson fan. Yeah, I mean, probably. I think uh, that's a good point. That's a good point, Dabo. Mm. I'm sure you talk to any Clemson fan, they're going to sit there and say that you know he's never leaving. He's, he's set for life. And I will say I don't think Dabo is looking into the pros. I think he is home in college football. There's probably only two. There's probably only two programs he'll coach for. He's kind of set him. Dabo? Yeah. Clemson, Clemson and, and Bama. Bama. Yeah. yeah. And it, it probably has to be full but control. Here's my question. Yeah, so here's my question with Dabo. Because you're not wrong. I, I've, I've actually long thought that Dabo, along with everybody else, would be Bama. What does he have to gain to go to Bama other than just the fact he gets to coach his alma mater? Uh, SEC, man. You're going to – well, so there is SEC, <laughs> but he's beating the SEC every year anyway. Yeah, but it's a different deal. Different deal. If you can make that grind through the year, he will ultimately have an asterisk for the last – That is true because he he beats Syracuse's and Dukes and crap like that every well, year. Like, it, it is one thing. He's going through the ACC in the weakest part. Like, obviously, Florida State has had good teams in the past, but right now, not the case. They're, you know, you're beating Boston Colleges. You're beating North Carolina. And they're turning upwards, but 
ultimately you are light years ahead of the other programs. It's they just kind of plateaued and you took the next leap and it just looks like every win is a little less than that. But going back to Alabama, did you see that Butch Jones got a new title at Alabama? You know, he's been what there. advisor is he? He he been through the whole advisor camp and uh, as SEC Shorts calls it, the Nick Saban co- head coach rehabilitation program. <laughs> yeah. He is now, no BS, no office reference here, special assistant to the head coach. Oh, man. <laughs> does, what is, does, so that state, does he, is his, uh, is his, uh, the, what the hell am I looking at? That shook what he you. makes, what he makes, is it on the. What's the word I'm looking for? My God. Salary. Does it show his salary on the Alabama state log of salaries? <laughs> I mean, what does he get paid to do that? Oh, man. I don't know. Is he still collecting some kind of buyout money somewhere? Is he, is Butch he, Jones? Yeah. I mean, he's. No. He got they just let somewhere. his ass go. <laughs> They're like, yeah, with cause, right? All right, bye. Wasn't his last job Tennessee? Sure. Maybe. I feel like he did some other things. Who cares? It's Butch Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you know, he was going to be Arkansas's next head coach. No, shit. He was on one of those planes. Plane tracking. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got for us, man? Um, I just hope to have something in store for you soon on our new segments. I just. Give him ideas. Oh, yeah. Help me. Help me out. What can help we. Jordan out here. Dylan just straight up does page. not want to be quizzed. He does not want to be quizzed about his football knowledge because apparently I'm overselling it. And so basically he's not as comfortable looking like a dumbass as I am on this program. So what can I do for Dylan to have a little fun? And, you know, Andy, you're out there listening uh, and always game to give us feedback. So. What can we do with Dylan? 479-308-8605 or on Twitter at JRD Hogcast. Hmm. For the JRD Hogcast, I'm Dylan Lee. And I'm Jordan Russell. Shout out to the producer, Luke. Even though I know that War Memorial talk digs a little into him. He's hurting a little bit. Yeah. But as always, and until next time, woo, pig, do it. Cheering like a schoolgirl won't be home.